Welcome to the Painted Over Poetry Podcast. I'm Jamina. And I'm Tom Collins. And this is the We're Sick Edition. So you'll have to put up with our voices as it is. A little raspy. Yeah, a little bit. So last episode we read a poem called Knots by Joseph Stroud. And this time we decided to take the dad's and son's point of view and kind of make our own version. I think the reason for that is because we kind of felt sorry for the kid. But then I started feeling sorry for the dad because... You don't know his, we don't know his background and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So let's listen to Knots by Joseph Shroud, and then we'll jump into our poems. Here we go. Uh, and this is from the Writer's Almanac, and we have the awesome Garrison Keeler talking. Trying to tie my shoes, clumsy, not able to work out the logic of it, fumbling as my father stands there, his anger growing over his son can't even do the simplest thing for the first time, can't even manage the knot to keep his shoes on. You think someone's going to tie your shoes for you the rest of your life? No, I answer, 45 years later, tying my shoe, hands trembling with this memory. My father and all those years of childhood, not being able to work out how he loved me, a knot so tight it has taken all my life to untie. And it's just, just horrible. Like, uh, oh, you're all right. Uh, it's horrible just to think that there were moments like a simple tying of the shoe and then getting yelled at or talked down to with a dad that could mess a person up for that long yeah for so, sure i feel like it was probably more than just a shoe obviously oh, yeah yeah there's things that piled up and and i can definitely understand that because i can think back to childhood and even somewhat recently too so yeah. you just have to kind of deal with the parents you're given there are good and bad things that come along but we wanted to know their background so we made up our own do you i'll get mine ready do you want to Share your poem? Yes. Excellent. Um, I'll start with the dad's point of view. Watching my son try to tie his shoes, clumsy, not able to work out the logic of it, fumbling, I grow frustrated. When I was his age, I knew how to not only tie my own, but I tied my sister's, too. I woke up early by myself every morning to take care of the house after my own father passed, confiding my mother to her bedroom. Unable to do simple things for us, consumed by her own demons. I woke up to my sister crying, afraid, in her bedroom every night, whimpering for mother after she had a bad nightmare. Nobody helped me. I learned if I wanted something accomplished, I had to work for it myself. When I was his age, I took care of myself, my sister, my house, the cooking, the cleaning, the animals. Got a job working at the grocery store at the age of 11, a stalker. The owner knew and loved my father, so he paid me under the table. It all rested on my shoulders. I provided. He can't even tie his own shoe. It, the big uh, lines that I like the, the most are, it fell on my shoulders. I provided. Was that right? Yes. It all rested on my shoulders. So it all rests on my shoulders. So he takes the burden uh, himself, and that burden that he feels... I think just turned into anger as he got older, it seems. Yes. So as a kid, he was really an adult, and as an adult, he's just an angry, older guy. Yeah. Well done. That was a great doggone poem. Well, thank you. That's very nice. 
You want to read yours? Or? Mine is a little different, but of course he's he's a little bit messed up, but it kind of tells a perspective of why he's angry. Um, the title is Yesterday Today. Um, all right. It feels like only yesterday when I was a boy. My father yelled at me, called me a failure, called me a nothing. It feels like only yesterday when I was a teenager, joined the army, joined a family, tried to earn my father's respect. It feels like only yesterday when I came back from Vietnam, came home to, gri to greet my father's face. He called it a wasted war. He called me a nothing for the cause. It feels like yesterday when I was in the hospital, my father called for me, dying in bed, told me he loved me. It was only yesterday when I yelled at my son. He couldn't tie his shoes. He couldn't understand my anger. I realize I am just like my father. Today, I will become a new man. Vietnam is over, yet still in my mind. <clears throat> Today, I become a new man. I must be patient. Teach my son, instead of mention his downfalls. Today, I become a new man. My father told me he loved me. I am loved. Today, I become a new man. Every person has that one chance, and this is mine. I love that. So. It's so inspiring. Well, thank you. I, I just feel like he knows he's faulted. Yeah. And yeah. he tries to push away the negative Vietnam or negative father thoughts and try to be a new man. Yeah, when people are traumatized by things, I think they remember it forever. Oh, of course, so. yeah. Yeah, that's... I. It, it's two really cool point of views. And I think this is a really good assignment. And it would be really cool if this was a really a bigger class, like five, ten people. Yeah, and then we could get all different perspectives. Exactly. Yeah. And... I don't know. Just so starting simple, this might give new ideas to, let's say, Mrs. Shanefeld, if she listens to this. Mrs. Shanefeld, you better. I love you. Yeah, so come on. <laughs> Do it. Okay, so the second poem um, is <clears throat> the son's point of view, so I'll read yeah. mine and then you can read yours. Sounds great. <clears throat> my entire life, I felt this pressure looming over my head, like a rain cloud, dark and overwhelming, covering the sun. My father constantly watches me, hawk-like pecking if I make any mistakes, insignificant or not. Simple things seem to bother him, making me tiptoe cautiously, monitoring every word I say and every move I make. Why don't you take out the trash this morning, my dad asked with a shove. If I'm not careful, I'll end up with more bruises than it's worth. I I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll take it out right now. Hands trembling, I walk into the kitchen. You, saved by the bell, someone is at the door. A bad situation, almost not averted. All these years of childhood, not being able to work out how he loved me. I'm not so tight, it has taken all my life to untie. I really like when you said hawk-like and then pecking. So you put the metaphor in there. Uh, that was a, a good use of metaphor. And then saved by, the, saved by the bell. Oh, and then you brought in the original poem. I'm yes. uh, bringing in the nuts. So rephrasing the original poem's lines. That is fantastic. And the kid not understanding what's going on is obviously feeling like the victim. Right. Feeling, maybe not even knowing what a victim is, just feeling horrible about himself. Yeah. Ugh. That's just nuts. And I'm sure they're, oh, no, you're fine. This is the sick edition, so they have to expect some coughs. Um, I, I really think that there are just too many kids out there like that who feel that way. 
and e even as uh, as I deal with or work with the elementary students, and even what I just used, deal with that word in my mind. And so dealing with them, I shouldn't say I work with the students. Um, but some days it's hard to handle 15, 20 kids all talking to you at the same time. So if knowing people's per perspectives and where they come from, I find that in interesting. How did you feel as you as you wrote that poem? Definitely, I guess, I don't know. Did you, did you pull from, from your experiences yeah, as a kid? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pressure. I, of course. I mean, I put it on myself, but also the people around me always have. So yeah. I've always felt it. Just like a rain cloud. That's why I used that. Ah, so. yes, yes. Oof. That's, it's just powerful words, and you know how to use them. I like well, that. thank you. Words are fantastic when yes, used well. Yes, if you know how to use them the right way. Exactly. Yeah. All right. My, my kid version is called Yet Another New Day with a question mark at the end. I'm a boy who can't do simple things, but my father calls me simple. Someone where, someone where sadness springs, my brain just wants to crumple. I'm a boy who needs his father. Doesn't a father need his son? I'm a boy who feels so alone. For my dad, shouldn't I be his number one? He tells me every day that he's angry at his ways. His father never gave him love, and he wants to be better. But today, it feels just the same. As yesterday and the day before, everything should be perfect and done his way. Yet Dad always tells me he loves me, and today is a new, is a new start to a new day. So, I think for this poem with this kid, he... The last line is the most significant because it seems like every new day will this be the day where dad does what he says and changes yeah. for the better. Gives him love. Yeah. Huh. Oh, well, Makes him feel loved. Not that he doesn't right. love him. Yeah, but I don't know. It just feels like it gives the kid, I don't know, just a feeling of hope yeah. Oh, each yeah, day in a way. Sure. But then a feeling of like, dread like ah is this really gonna happen yeah but yeah i really had a lot of fun writing both I of these definitely yeah. did too it was so much fun and i've never really written poetry very much except for like in classes when i'm oh, supposed to when you're forced like, to. yeah well yeah. like this what didn't really feel forced though <laughs> well that's good <laughs> no like well, it, we came up with it together yeah effect, exactly so. and so it was fun is this something that you would like to continue trying? i would love to okay um, I really think that we should try to find more poems here and there, even grab books off the shelf and um, scour them, see, see what takes our interest. Okay. Two books I want to plug, maybe even three. Uh, each of them are edited by Garrison Keeler. There's good poems for hard times, regular old good poems, and then there's Good Poems, The American Way, or something like that. Okay. That last one's a red book. Um, for now, um, I think we should end today's podcast by saying, hey, everybody should try a poem every once in a while. For sure. Yeah. Read them. Write them. You don't, never know. Don't let them get painted over. <laughs> this has been the Painted Over Poetry Podcast with me, Tom Collins. And me, Jamina Woods. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.